0: Field Notes Brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit FieldNotesBrands.com or 400 North May in Chicago.
1: It is a Chicago-verse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders, hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to
0: Chicago. Hi, I'm a black down here at South by Southwest 2017. It's the start of South by Music, and I'm here with a first timer on the podcast, Ty Howard from FakeshoreDrive.com. How are you doing, man? I'm
1: good, bro. Thanks yeah. for having
0: me. I was just saying off the mic, like this is really long overdue. You know, Fakeshore Drive has always been so supportive uh, and, and such a great collaborator over the years on this podcast, uh, and and we've had Andrew on the mic many times, and that's always incredible. But somehow we've never had you on, and, and like. Your guy is doing a lot of cool, like really interesting work. So I'm glad we got to uh, correct that here.
1: Yeah, for sure. I just been kind of playing the background for a while, so. Don't don't feel bad. (laughs) But you know what, man? Like,
0: I know what that's like. I used to be a radio producer. Yeah. And so I was, you know, helping move things ahead for Q101. Yeah. You know, there was the on-air DJ Chris Payne, and he was the voice and the face, and he did really incredible, like really great work. And then I was kind of like, on the email side in the background, so. I had that decade and a half where, like, I was the guy behind the guy. Um, I mean, I guess to talk about that, like, being involved with Fake Shore, is it, like, I guess what comes along with that?
1: When I first started with Fake Shore, I had no idea how blogs worked or, like, any of that. Like, I was filling out the scene itself. Like, I was still kind of young. I'm 27 now. I was, like, 20, 19, 20 when I came in. So, but, um... I think I wanted to just kind of sit back and observe and, like, take in everything that I see from other people doing, For what I saw Andrew doing, and just kind of take that and learn from there. But uh, with Fake Show, it's been great. Now I'm kind of, like, out there, but unintentionally.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay, so
1: what did you learn,
0: or what have you learned, or what are you, like, still learning? Like, what comes along with being behind the scenes more you know like what are some of the advantages you gained from that or what did you learn
1: along the way when you were starting out um definitely being behind the scenes you got to really kind of enjoy shows and you don't have to deal with like people trying to pitch you like random things <laughs> at random times like. like
0: like poor andrew who's just any
1: time yo like honestly i would see how much like people would like pop up on him like when we would be out at shows like you can't even like go to the bathroom without somebody like trying to be like yo can i talk to you for a minute let's build yeah like let's build fam you know i mean, want you to see the vision so i saw that and i was just like yeah i don't want any parts of that right now i just want to kind of chill and like do this thing that i enjoy like writing about artists and yeah you know i didn't want the extra stuff so
0: well how did that start for you how did you first get involved with music and then ultimately how did you get involved with Fake Shore?
1: I, It all started on Facebook, believe it or not. Um, I randomly had a friend that I went to high school with who said that she was starting a music blog um, and wanted to know if anybody needed any help. So I hit her up and I was like, "Yo, I'll help you. And it turns out that she never like posted anything on the site. I just kind of did it all by myself. So doing that, I learned about Ruby Horn and about Fake Shore and right. Go Where and all that. And I did that. The, the, the
0: originators. Yeah,
1: the originators, the, the core. Right. Um, I did that maybe for like a year, maybe a year and a half. And the whole time I was like talking to Andrew like on email, I would hit him. I would win like all the contests, the giveaways. And I would send him MP3s <laughs> that he didn't have. And um, one day I was just like, you know what, I'm tired of like doing this on my own. Like I want to be a part of a team if I can. So like, let me just shoot him an email and like see if he needs any help. And it was actually on his birthday. I didn't know it was his birthday at the time, but he was, like, in New York on his birthday. And I, like, emailed him. I'm, like, yo, do you need any help? I decided. And he's like, yeah, you start, like, now. I was like, okay, bet.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? That is, um...
1: That's really the right attitude
0: to have. I talk to uh, students that I teach about this that, like, sometimes just just offering help goes a long way. Instead of saying, like, hey, Andrew, like, can, I, can you get me into Lollapalooza? Can you get me this? Can you get me this? Being like, what do you need help with? How can I make... This
1: process easier and more efficient for you. I think a lot of people need that, though. There's got to be a trade, right? You can't come in selfish. You know, you can't come in looking for somebody to just give you a handout or to do something for you. Like, if you really want to be a part of something, and you know, you got to go in looking like, what can I bring to the table? What can I do to really elevate this to the next level? Yeah. You know that kind of deal. And so, how long have you been
0: working with Fake Shore
1: now? Uh, fake Shore is gonna be 10 years old this year. Uh, Andrew's doing it for two before me, so I've been doing it. It'll be eight years this year. That's wild. So, you've been working on this
0: for eight years. For you, what is the, what keeps you on board? Because eight years is a long time to do anything, you know? And and you know this, the blog game, so many people think they want to do it, and then they stop after three weeks, after six months. Like, so that longevity is impressive. What's kept you on board?
1: I think you honestly just got to love, I know it's cliche to say, but you honestly just got to love what you're doing, and you got to love music. Like, I mean, even if it's like movies, if you're writing about movies, whatever, you gotta truly love it. If you don't, because people think blogging is just like, oh, I'll just go and post something and I'm gonna get this many views and that's gonna be it. You know, it's easy. It's not that easy at all. So, you know, you gotta truly love it. And if you have that passion for it, like, if it's something you'll do just for the hell of doing it, that you like doing it, you'll right. be good. Well, yeah, and I think that is key.
0: It's like, it's gotta be something that you just do. I saw an interview with a, I forget which restaurant tour, but it was a tour, and I've, I forget if I was reading it or writing it, or, or like not writing it, but reading it or watching it. And something he said stuck out with me, he said, don't open a restaurant unless you absolutely have to. You know, he's like, unless you're the type of person that has to do this, you have no other choice, don't open a restaurant. And I think to a lesser extent, maybe blogging is almost the same thing where it's like everybody starts them and then... Blogspot.com and Tumblr are just littered with the corpses of abandoned. It's a, a, graveyard. It's a yeah.
1: graveyard. There's so many, like even Tumblrs, there's just so many. They're just out there. People started them up for like a week, two weeks, maybe a month, and it's like, you know what? This isn't working out. And then sometimes people just get into it for the wrong reasons. Well, yeah. They get into it just so they can get into shows for free, or, you know, they're trying to get the perks out of it. You never really want to put the work in.
0: And it takes a long time. I mean, you're talking about Fake Short turning 10 this year. It takes a long time to get to that point where there's recognition, there's return, there's payoff, all those kind of things. Like, what have been some of the benefits of, of being involved this long and being part of that team?
1: You know, I think more importantly to me, like, getting the shows is, is cool and, like, all that stuff, all the free stuff is cool. But I think I've gotten so many friendships and relationships out of it that I hold like true to my heart like to this day that that was the real payoff. Like I, I everything else is cool but just getting to do what I love doing and in return getting so many relationships with different people including Andrew. Yeah. Like just getting that and having those friendships like I value that.
0: Yeah, man. I mean that's it's so like storybook but it's like yeah. that's the real treasure. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Um and sure is a small team, right? It's you and Andrew and... It's me, Andrew. We're the only ones that are, like, full-time. We have other contributors that, uh, shout out to Flash Gordon, TaylorMade. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're always open to, like, people coming and, like, pitching us articles. or You know, like, if you just want to find a home for something that you did that, you know, we, like, like bring it over. But, yeah, that's kind of... Now, you know... For an operation like this that
0: runs as efficiently as it does, that posts every day, you guys do the Red Bull stuff, like, all these kind of things, like, what work goes into kind of keeping all that moving and, like, and how much behind the scenes kind of, I guess for anybody who's thinking about starting a blog, like, what are some of those, like, how is the sausage made kind of thing?
1: You truly got to dedicate your day to it. You got to wake up, eat, breathe, sleep it. You got to stay woke, like, for real. Yeah. You wake up get on the internet, see what you missed, you know, that kind of deal, as far as like posting daily and just staying on top of everything, and keep your eyes built, um, as far as like the shows and like curating with Red Bull or you know any other things that we might be doing like we kind of bounce ideas back and forth whether in person or you know uh, on email or whatever and we just go from there like we just stay on it, you truly got to stay on it.
0: Yeah, so for you like how have you seen the chicago scene change over the time that you've been involved with the site and 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 how do you view the chicago culture and community and and artist space
1: now i think it's amazing because when i first came in like i admit i didn't know anything about the chicago scene at all like i knew like the blogs i knew like people like stefan ponce mike Terra. like i saw them and i'm like okay like this is something that's like real but just seeing like how it's changed since then like from the artists that were like super popular back then like the cool kids and I mean they're back but right. cool kids, Kid Sister uh people like Mick Looter like random names that you would see all the time Mickey Hostet. Right. and now like they've all like taken like other roles and like the younger crowd has come in and it's definitely like way better and I think social media the internet all that has helped because now there's truly a community like people work together way more than they used to Well, yeah and that that I think comes up
0: a lot in discussion now how it's not a haterville anymore it's like no, it's everybody is n- not to be like let's build town but everybody's supporting each other and everyone is collaborating
1: yeah like I mean we know back in the 90s you wouldn't see people from the south side and the west side working together you know twisting them doing they doing you know common doing he was doing a you know, whatever, but like now, you really don't know who's from where. Everybody's kicking it together, everybody's working together, everybody hangs together. You know, everybody has each other's back, you know? Right. So that's good to see.
0: Well, and again, I think it extends even outside of the artist side, because like I said, like, I've asked Andrew to do a number of panels, and I always <laughs> I try to space it out, because I don't want to, like, I know the guy's got a lot going on, but it's like fake short drive, closed sessions. Like, these are sites, these are partners, they're friends, collaborators, where it's like, that spirit is there where everybody wants to see each other win which is really incredible
1: yeah because a win for one person is a win for everybody i mean look at chances grammy grammy wins you know like that's a big deal for the city and anybody that will tell you otherwise like they've got it all wrong like for him to go in and bring home three awards like that to the city of chicago that opens the doors for everybody like smino who just dropped his debut album you know like it's truly a win for everybody. and
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it, it really is, man. So, So now, okay, so we're in this era where, like, obviously Chance has reached this incredible height. Who do you see coming up in the wake of that? Who do you see as the next wave in Chicago? Because it gets younger and younger every year, and there's always, like, it doesn't stop. There's new names coming out all the time.
1: I think maybe, like, two, three years ago, we could like look at the scene and like really predict it, but like now I don't think you really can because it's like a free for all. Anybody can pop up. Like yeah. everybody's one hit away now. Um, there's this kid Fem Dot. He's on our showcase that we're doing tomorrow. Um, he's we just awesome. had him on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, this is dude Valet, who's really dope. He's really smooth, street dude. I like him. He's on the showcase as well. Um, but. I mean, yo, like, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Right. Everybody's literally one hit away. Yeah. So what
0: about, like, the logistics now? Like, from the artist side, how have you seen how artists are able to pitch blogs, distribute their music, promote themselves, all these things? Because I think for a lot of acts, one of the questions they have is, like, how do I get posted on Fake Shore? I know Andrew gets that all the time. So for artists, like, what approaches are working or what's the best way for them to get recognized?
1: The best way to get recognized, and it's another cliche, but it's like, yo, like, get yourself popping first. Like, make enough noise that we come seek you out. Right. And, you know, it's not you chasing us. It's, we're trying to get to you. Like, build that fan base. Work on, the, you know, your music. Make sure your craft is, like, top tier. Make sure what you're doing stands up to what everyone else is doing out there. And um, you make enough noise, we'll find you
0: you know what though it's
1: it's wild because that is honestly timeless
0: advice when I worked in radio like you know 10 years ago I remember the DJ I worked with Chris Payne us having a discussion or maybe posting online about how we choose the bands we featured on that show and this is like the 2000s and he said like you know be playing Shuba's Metro Empty Bottle get in the Reader get in Illinois Entertainer blah blah and he's like basically make it so that we can't ignore you and that really is the key
1: like it I mean it is like when you're doing that, when you're in front of people's faces like that and you're making enough noise like that, you can be ignored. You know, like and a lot of times there are people that fly under the radar and you know, we try to listen to as many submissions as we can and I try to make it my duty, like as being a DJ as well, like to like listen to everything that I find and you know, whether it's from Chicago or I don't know, the middle of Oklahoma or right. whatever, you know, but it's truly just a case of, like, making sure you're doing what you're doing, getting that buzz up there, and, like, making it to where you can't be ignored.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's great advice. And talk about the SiriusXM show that you guys do on Sunday nights. Um, it's a fake short drive radio show, and talk about your role in that and how you approach it.
1: Um, well, I'm the resident DJ for... Our serious XM show, which is the drive on Shea 45, um, on Eminem's uh, Shea 45 station, yeah. on Sirius. Um, we've been doing it for over almost two years now, close to two, it'll be two years this year, I think. Um, weekly mix show, we have guest DJs from all over the Midwest. Um, I usually take the first hour and then a guest DJ will take the second hour. Um, But we just want to make sure that we always wanted to have our own radio show. And it being on Sirius and Shade 45 just made sense. Like Eminem's from the Midwest, you know. So we get to fill that void because Midwestern artists don't get that. They don't get that love. They don't get that play when it comes to radio like that. Yeah. You know? Radio's a
0: a tough frontier to crack. Like, speaking as somebody who's done radio, it is hard. I mean, you look at Chance, who's arguably among the biggest acts in the country right now right if not the biggest depending on your metric and he he barely cracks radio you know like he like you might hear no problems but it's crazy that's it yeah
1: yo like that's a whole nother world like terrestrial radio like when it comes to hip-hop like what's being played on the radio and like the people that actually listen to the radio to them, chance is probably like some new dude who just dropped no problems and that's like it. They don't know what's going on. You know, it's it's totally different. So, for that to be the case, like, yo, there's so many other artists out there from the Midwest that deserve that shine. There's artists from Cleveland, Detroit, Indianapolis, you know, that need that shine and that's where we come in. So, every week, um, there's new mixes every week. I always try to make sure that i'm like super well balanced with playing people from all over not just chicago but and totally is like the artists that you'll see like online like on like random blogs like they're getting played on shape 45 yeah they're getting that radio play so the the playing field's kind of even now um so you know we're going into
0: the festival season we're going into the busy season um What's ahead for you, the site? Um, you know, I'm sure Andrew later this year will talk about the ten year. Um, but I guess what's
1: on your radar for Chicago, music, culture, all that? Uh, the FSD ten year is going to be special. Yeah. That, that's going to be real special once we like, start talking about that and yeah. getting that hashed out. But um, I mean, I'm excited for festival season. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, immediately, we don't have we got a few more things coming up with, like, Red Bull and, you know, other brands. and But just, that's, like, the best time of year. Yeah, that's when Chicago comes alive. That's when Chicago, like, just shines. And festival season is always special. Um, shout out to whatever that was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm more excited to see, like, which local artists are going to end up on the yeah. festivals and get that opportunity to play in, a, in those bigger crowds and, you know...
0: Yeah, well, I think you nailed it. Was like earlier. I think SmiNo found out. Like, yeah. we're looking at some newer names and faces having a really big year. I think so. It's gonna be exciting.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, there's a few more. Uh, Raven Lynae. Oh man,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, she was support on the on the telephone tour with No Name. Like, no name. I think she's gonna step up. And No Name, absolutely. No Name. I just saw her and Saba. Uh, I spotted them at the SoundCloud Twitter party. And like, and what you're seeing is like, I'm sure you're seeing this. Chicago talent now isn't just Chicago talent, like, other people are recognizing it, you know?
1: Yo, No Name and Saba just went out and did, like, a national tour. Yeah. Taylor Bennett is, like, doing a tour right now. He's got Superboy with him, like, it's crazy to see artists like that, like, leave Chicago and be able to do those national tours.
0: Yeah, but you know what? They all got, like, huge starts with Fake Shore, man, and the site, it can't be overstated, and I've said this to Andrew, like, it can't be overstated the value of the site and what it means to be posted on that. So I think that's really great work that you guys are doing,
1: man. It's Thank cool. You. Thank you. I know Drew likes to downplay a little bit, but I'll own up to it. We, we've we been the hub for a lot of artists, you know? Some that will admit it, some that won't, but we've definitely been a starting point and it's just awesome to see so many like go and do, whether, if, I mean, whether they're touring or they're just like going and getting like these cult followings and they're able to just like go and make dough off merch, like, it's crazy to see you know
0: yeah so
1: the fake short coastline that means a lot man um you know
0: if anybody listening to this if they're thinking about you know getting into the blog game getting into the content creation game like moving into the chicago hip-hop space what advice would you give for anyone like that
1: make sure that you're following what's happening don't get caught up in the trends but make sure that you're following what's happening because the internet constantly evolves yeah damn near every day like it it changes constantly so you know social media people going to release songs and engaging fans on social media might be popular now but maybe something totally different then you know so you have to figure out what role the blog plays within that and how you fit in and just make sure that when you do it you're fully committed to it yeah
0: no i think that's the best i think that's the best way to close it man just be fully committed because like we said the internet's littered with <laughs> abandoned content creation approaches and, and well, launches. Everywhere. Just, yeah, just broken links and dead bones. <laughs> that's that's going to be the name of my mixtape. <laughs> uh, Ty Howard, uh, some guy named Ty on Twitter. Thanks so much, man. This is great. I'm glad we got to start this conversation.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we did too, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty descend.